Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Generation C podcast. This week we will discuss the efforts of the 93% Club and the importance of access to university from state school backgrounds. As Generation C, one of our main aims is to demystify the Oxbridge experience and the university experience in general, including the private and state school divide. 93% of students in the UK go to state schools, yet state school students only make up 39% of GPs, 34% of FTSE 350 CEOs, and 48% of Cambridge applicants. This is why we've invited the 93% Club on this episode to discuss social mobility and access to university. We would like to hand over to Ellie and Gemma, the President and Vice President of the 93% Club in Cambridge, to tell us a bit more. So I'll start by asking you both what the 93% Club is and what its aims are. Yeah, so the 93% Club was set up, as you said, because 93% of students in the UK are state educated, but they don't make up 93% of a lot of professions. So say like they don't make up 93% of like commercial solicitors. Um, So what the aim was, it was to kind of redress this like massive gap Um, and kind of like percentage. Um, So it was first set up in Bristol in 2016 by Sophie Pender, who's now a trainee solicitor um, at HSF. Um, But now it's expanded over 45 clubs throughout the UK. So, you know, there's 92% like St Andrews or 92% um, Durham. Um, And the Cambridge 92% club was set up like literally just this time last year. yeah so we're like part of like a wider network of 92% clubs throughout the UK um, and why it was kind of set up um, was to provide like careers uh, like and skills workshops networking events and things uh, targeted at state school students to kind of help them uh, get on um, in their careers but I think as well uh, as well as that it's the community aspect um, which I find really important so I find that you know uh, especially at Cambridge, being a state school student can be quite an isolating thing, especially you go to certain colleges that maybe don't have a good state school population. Um, so it's somewhere like state school students can kind of feel like uh, they have, you know, a voice to like speak. And it's just nice to meet people with a similar background to you that you can relate to. Um, but then as well as that at Cambridge as well, we have a big access focus because, you know, like Cambridge is not made up of 92% state school students like definitely not we have a big way to go um and whilst it's not like our main aim it's a good like ancillary aim that we have so we have a really fantastic access officer this year Charlotte who will be working with lots of um colleges to do events um she's like doing things with Jesus and like the northwest like it's going to be really really good so yes that sounds fantastic. Thanks for sharing that. And um, Gemma, I was wondering if I can pose the same question to you, but maybe if you could talk a bit about your role as well and any specific events. I know you are in first year, so you've had to do it all through COVID, but anything that's really stood out to you about the 93% Club since you've been part of it? 
Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, I'm first year, so I, a lot of the stuff was on during COVID time, so a lot of it was virtual, but the 93% Club um, ran quite a lot of events last year, which I, as a student, tried to get involved in. There was a lot of careers events, so larger companies would come in, speak to students about their experiences and how you can upskill in order to become part of a larger institution. It was very kind of focused around helping current students with their applications progressing kind of not making sure that we stay in our little kind of social education bubbles of just being at university having a wider scope of what's actually available outside of our little academic bubbles to prepare us for the workplace so there was a lot of great events that front and there was also a lot of really nice socials as well to get to meet people i think the 93 percent club social in freshers week was one of the first ones i went to online and it was a really welcoming experience where everyone was just chatting and having a good time and just introducing themselves, which was really nice as a very kind of daunted fresher who didn't really know anyone like outside of my college bubble. It was really great. So I think this year we're really planning on trying to get more events out there to try and work with more companies to try and get students a voice in terms of the kind of academic careers that they want rather than just a kind of vague understanding of what the industry looks like. So I think that's really important. I got into 93% Club last year. Um, they have a really great um, college representative platform. So each college will often have a representative assigned for it. It's normally a fresher, it's not always a fresher, but generally it is because it's quite a low commitment role, which really allows you to get a sense of the society without too many commitments when you're trying to get a sense of what Cambridge is actually like in the first place. So I applied for that, got the role and really enjoyed it. It was really nice just to be able to promote access in a quite closed environment with the people I already knew rather than having the whole of Big Scary Cambridge to deal with. So yeah, it was really great. That sounds amazing. And it's so kind of admirable that you guys have put yourself to this. Um, I'm, I can imagine it's not it's not diff, uh, it's not easy um, all the time. So um, I guess the next question is kind of an obvious one, but um, we'd really just love to hear what you guys have to say about it. Um, why would you say social mobility is so important? Why is there such an impetus on it? I think social mobility is so important because, you know, like, people's backgrounds shouldn't hold them back from doing what they would like to do. Like, I don't think that anyone's background should be, you know, a hurdle. So like for me, it's like, you know, coming from a low socioeconomic background shouldn't mean that I can't be a commercial solicitor, you know, like that, it's it's really, really unfair. Um, and I think that, you know, uh, I think there, there should be a massive kind of focus on it by, like firms and companies and things you know um and I always I'm like thinking of this in like quite a business focused uh headset this week but um you know it makes a lot of sense for like a firm or company to focus on social mobility as well um when you think about like good business for them um in the sense that you know like if you have like five people who all like come from like similar kind of social backgrounds like say they're all privately educated they all come from like really really wealthy backgrounds and you like ask them a problem or like ask them to solve a problem they're all going to give you like the same answer whereas if you have five people who come from like diverse backgrounds from low socioeconomic backgrounds um they're going to like give you different answers like they're going to be able to work with your clients i think it makes so much economic sense for them as well um you know it makes so much sense to have a focus on it um yeah that's kind of my take 
Yeah, I think what um, Elisa really resonates too. I think I'd just like to add about the fact that a lot of students don't necessarily feel that they are able to apply to some universities just because there's a stigma that, oh, they're too posh, they're too fancy, you know, whatever. They're completely ridiculous stereotypes, but they very much exist and they are something we need to continue to address because they're not just going to go away on their own, unfortunately. So I think really being aware that, yes, some students struggle and some students will have barriers that other students may not measure its financial means or the fact they have to work part-time jobs that will distract them from their studies or whether they've got people at home they need to help care for or whether they just don't necessarily have the kind of very specific Cambridge Oxford you know any other university application experience because those staff members are not necessarily equipped to help those students with those applications not because of anything to do with the staff members but just because there is less applicants applying to those universities it can make it really hard for those students to try and push their boundaries as much as they can just because there isn't necessarily as much support as there might be for those that are fortunate enough to be privately educated so just bringing that awareness to the fact that yes there is that struggle for some people even if those that are privately educated don't have to witness it themselves it's really important that they are aware of that and they help us help every other student to kind of get that support that they need so that they are able to fill their complete potential rather than letting it go to waste just because they feel that a stereotype or even kind of a class economic situation held them back from basically applying to what they really want to because at the end of the day it's your academics that should count and how passionate you are about your subject not anything such as financial backgrounds or any kind of like state school representation yeah i completely agree of course i feel like it's quite hard to argue with that with those arguments um and i think what both of you are saying is really important especially the idea that when it comes to future careers you do need to have a representative workplace otherwise you're not going to have that those diverse opinions that are going to make your business as successful as possible so i think that the work that the 93 percent club is doing and just the support that they're giving students is really important um and you did kind of touch on this Gemma, but i was just wondering if you could start off um by telling us a bit more or any advice that you would give to state school students to encourage them to apply to university because as you mentioned lots of people do feel put off from applying, especially to places like Cambridge and Oxford and Durham even, that have very specific stereotypes. And um, it even goes down to a college level where people will want to apply to certain colleges because they think that they'll fit in more in those colleges rather than colleges that might be more suited to them on other bases. Um, so yeah, what advice would you give, um, Gemma? I don't know if you want to start us off. Yeah, of course. Um, I think what you said about colleges is definitely true. I've got some friends who are currently at Cambridge that chose a college that suited them from the statistic standpoint, rather than necessarily a college that would have suited their personality traits and what they were looking for from their accommodation. So I think it is quite sad to see sometimes that students are going down that route rather than pursuing what they necessarily think is the best option for them in terms of supporting their academics rather than, you know, getting in in the first place. Hopefully we can hopefully address that. In terms of advice, I'd say the main thing that we can do as students is try and demystify that kind of quote unquote Cambridge stereotype. I think the big thing to a lot of the mentors that I have in terms of voluntary tutoring that I do is that the kind of quote unquote Cambridge stereotype is basically just anyone who's really passionate about their subject, willing to learn and is open to change. Is That's basically it. It has nothing to do with, you know, backgrounds or anything like that. There is quite a diverse cohort. It's not as diverse as we'd like. Most certainly it's got a lot to go, but there is people around there for that support. In terms of those applicants that are looking to apply to any university, not just Cambridge, 
I think the main thing is just to try and find out what of support is available to you if you are state school educated and you feel like you'd like some extra help with your applications. There's a lot of really great free, completely like non-commitment resources out there. Whether you want a kind of mentor that will guide you through your full year of applying through admissions tests or whatever, or whatever you just want, like a one-on-one, -on -one, very quick 30-minute session with no commitments attached. There's a wide variety of options out there. And I think that the 93% Club is really doing great work to in order to help students feel that there is that connection there. They're able to reach out to current students if they need it. And also that the businesses that we're working with are aware of the issues that are there and will take it straight through from your university application right up until your first job. So yeah, I'd say the main thing is trying to do your research as much as you can, because we are out there. We are trying to push for a more standpoint in this space. But, you know, it's advertising is a thing that takes time. So the main thing is, yeah, if you're able to look for those kind of resources, it's really great. And I see the things you guys are doing with having us on the podcast today really helps with stuff like that. Thank you. Um, and before we go on to Ellie's piece of advice, I just want to quickly jump in and say um, what you mentioned about accessing those free resources. There are two mentoring platforms that I'm actually a mentor on, um, Zero Gravity and Slipstream, and they help students right through their application process. So I've got students now who they're the only one in the whole school of or the whole year of 100 plus people applying to Oxbridge so they don't have teachers helping them and guiding them through that process so just having someone to mentor them through that who's already in a place that they want to go um, I think is a really valuable resource so if anyone is looking zero gravity and slipstream but um, we will put them in an Instagram post if you are interested in finding out more about those but um, yeah Ellie um, do you want to go ahead and give us your piece of advice to students to encourage them to apply not just to Cambridge but to university in general? Yeah of course um, I think yeah uh, as Gemma said uh, my like overall kind of advice is to just be enthusiastic and be willing to like work hard I think like that will take you like so far in like any um, application like not only a university application but um, I always think like especially like specifically for Oxbridge with the interview um, like they're not looking for like geniuses like um, they're just looking for someone that's really really passionate about their course who is willing to work hard and like that will get you very far but I have like some like specific kind of tips um, and one of mine as well is about mentoring um, as well as the two mentioned there's also like Target Oxbridge or the Oxbridge Launchpad as well which are really really good um, and then in terms of like personal statements and things I think that um, Kings do like really good reading lists that's where I kind of started because I had no idea where to start my personal statement um, so King's has like really, really good reading lists for each subject. Um, uh, so like I had a look at the law one and just kind of used that as a starting point. Um, but I think for your personal statement, just write about things that you are genuinely interested in in your subject. So like I did like, I think like four different areas of law that I really, really loved. Um, and just like do some research, like look at like podcasts or um see if any like specific colleges or universities that you're looking to apply to have like taster sessions or um like recorded lectures like they're really really good to watch as well um and i know like a few like specific colleges would you know have specific subjects that they would go into more um but yeah just overall like be enthusiastic and also 
if you're thinking about applying to like Oxbridge or a London uni or like any top university like I would say just go for it like don't like put yourself off it like I know so many people that talk themselves out of applying because they feel like they're not good enough but you know you have five choices like go for it and like um you probably like actually most definitely are like good enough for those universities like don't talk yourself out of it perfect you've given such good advice um thank you so much for both of those and I think what kind of stood out most to me there was the kind of idea of all of this kind of comes down to demystification at the end of the day because you're only going to think you're not good enough for a place that you don't really know that much about because if you actually come here and you know the people and you know we're all pretty normal at the end of the day we just kind of don't mind studying um, and that tends to be quite a few people you know you meet them at school but um, that's the thing it's, it's all about demystification and I mean here you know at Generation C that's what we're trying to do um, and it's so good to see that there are so many other organisations and um, platforms that are doing the same thing so um, I guess for the final question um, we just want to know how students can actually get involved with the 93% club so um, I know uh, Gemma you mentioned being a um, I think student representative in college um, but how else can you get involved yeah I'll go on this one um, so yeah there's a wide variety of ways you can find us it really depends whether you're a current student at a university wanting to help out and kind of increase your job prospectus or help other current students or whether you're an applicant so if you're a current student the best thing to do is look to see first if your university has a 93 percent club representation if it doesn't then why don't start one you know that's perfectly fine we created the cambridge one very recently it's more than capable to create that and get that up and running if you're passionate about that i'm sure there'll be other people who are so don't feel put off if there isn't one available the like national committee is really great for giving support like that so you will not be alone you will be supported through the process so yes yeah, certainly look at that if there is one great we're starting to go in the right direction already so it's good to see that students are having that initiative but basically you can get involved by looking at their kind of student union page it will vary uni to uni but generally they'll often have social media pages and they'll often be kind of the very kind of su student union based websites really depends on the uni there but generally yeah you can find the cambridge one we're on instagram we've got linkedin we've got facebook we're basically on most social media platforms we're quite easy to find and we're often at kind of careers festivals as and when we can be um, within cambridge you see covid's kind of permitted that a little bit but we try when we can if you are on the other hand a current applicant the best thing to do is if you're not sure what university to apply to is go to the main 93% club website and um, it has kind of a breakdown of the kind of national committees available and it also has some really great general resources about applying to university if you're not quite sure about the specific one if you do know your specific university then reach out to that specific club they'll be more than happy to help you out with any questions they have they've often often got polls and like instagram stories and stuff to talk about things like that that like the social medias are quite active um it's something we're really great at we pride ourselves on a lot is making sure we're active on social medias to have that presence so yeah if you need that support or you feel that you'd like a little bit more information those places are the best way to go again just type in 93 club and then whatever university you're going to it will probably come up um but yeah that would be my main way of finding us but yeah if there isn't one available then please feel free that you can just go and create one yourself because there is that support there from the national network and yeah it'd be really great to see as many universities as possible having a 93 percent club 
Thanks so much, Gemma. Um, Ellie, did you have anything to add there? Or um... uh, I don't think like uh, a lot, but I think um, just for applicants, we'll have a lot up on our Instagram kind of in September, October, and then into interviews. Um, so we should have like uh, kind of Instagram stories with like current students, like just talking about their experiences with interviews and things. So like definitely like watch out for app application advice near the time. And I'll just reiterate, honestly, if you're listening and you're like too scared to reach out to anyone, like all the experiences I've had in different societies and just hearing from people in different societies, I know that if I was an applicant, I would be too scared to message and just reach out. But honestly, you shouldn't be scared at, at all because everyone will be willing to help you more than willing to help you so um definitely do that if you are in doubt um ever or if you just need any help or guidance or any resources or anything like that but yeah thank you so much ellie and Gemma, for joining us today in this episode and thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in make sure to follow us on instagram at generation c podcast to get behind the scenes updates on episodes we're filming and to hear more from our special guests thank you again for listening and we will see you next week